From the nation's capital, here is tonight's Nations Report. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. It's Monday, November 14, 2022, the start of a brand new week. Let's take a look at what's making headlines today. Suspended police inspector acquitted. TCI Film Festival holds Youth Expo. November 14th, recognized as World Diabetes Day. St. Kitts Prime Minister saves passengers' life on flight. Major housing development breaks ground in Jamaica. King Charles III celebrates 74th birthday. Planes collide at World War II air show this past weekend. And in sports, 2021 inter-high school basketball champions H.J. Robinson heat up the court. We'll also take a look at your weather forecast with those stories and more. I'm Zoya Fassler. And now, here is tonight's news. Thanks for joining us today and welcome to our listeners. On Wednesday, November 9th, 2022, suspended police inspector Alberto Smith was acquitted after a jury found him not guilty of all charges. Smith was charged with forgery and uttering a forged document on around Friday, the 31st of March, 2017, which his defense attorney, Ashwood Forbes, was able to object in a four-week trial that ultimately led to acquittal for the senior police official. Continuing with police matters, a man has been charged for the murder of Brian Williams Jr., which took place on November 3rd, 2022, in Blue Hills. It was on Saturday, November 12th, 30-year-old Juvely Inelis was formally charged for the murder. He also faces four counts of firearm-related offenses, mainly discharging a firearm, discharging ammunition, carrying a firearm, and carrying ammunition. He will be appearing before a magistrate within coming weeks. And in a joint operation between officers of the Tactical Unit, Immigration Department, and Response and Operations, a total of 20 illegal migrants were apprehended behind the Caicos Lodge and Lower Bight Road area early Saturday morning. The migrants, 13 males and 7 females, were transported to the detention center. During that same operation, while arresting a male and female, the male became violent, assaulting four officers. One police officer received head injuries and a suspected broken finger. Three other officers suffered hand injuries. Other officers present had to use a taser to restrain the suspect. He was also transported to the hospital for treatment as he received an injury to the left eye. In other news, the Turks and Caicos International Film Festival is an event that is focused on two things, film and the environment. Now in its fourth year, the Turks and Caicos International Film Festival, or TCIFF, maintains its ever-present theme of oceans and environment. Starting on November 11th and ending on November 13th, the TCIFF hosted a number of events, including a youth expo on Friday at the Edward Gartland Youth Center. Let's hear from some of the kids on their views of the event. Virtual experience for sharks and living creatures inside of the oceans. We got to see all the nurse sharks, the lemon sharks, and all the others. 
And then the second thing we did was the um the whales. We went to uh we went to um, a little we went a little um inside and then we went watched the full screening about whales and how they live and how people track them. Today we learned about humpback whales and sharks. We learned about different type of sharks and we learned about how whales breed, which islands they go to breed. And today I felt perfect and good. My experience today was very good. I think this helped us to learn a lot about the wildlife and the animals on Tristan Caicos. Um, I personally think it taught us a lot about the ocean and what we could do to help. The weekend continued with movie screenings at the Shore Club and a number of panel discussions. Discussions on building our future and storytelling by design. Chairman for the Turks and Caicos Film Festival, Colin Burroughs, expressed that the Youth Expo is his favorite event out of the weekend's activities. And every year, there's more and more progress. A lot of the kids now have been doing this several times, so they're, they're certainly telling me they're coming in, they're enthusiastic, they're so focused, they're so, you know, we don't need to preach the kids about environment, they get it, and they're so enthusiastic, and, and it's, you know, it keeps our game up, because every year we've got to find new things for them to do, new ways of telling stories, and you'll have seen we had Charlie and Crystal doing the podcast, with Armand doing the social media, it's, it's just a very happy, exciting day. Minister with Responsibility for Tourism, the Honorable Josephine Connolly, added that she will be submitting a paper to Cabinet in the coming weeks to establish a film commission in the TCI. In other news, the Department of Motor Vehicles would like to advise the general public that effective December 1st, 2022, there will be some changes in relation to window tint. Tint on the front window screen and both driver and passenger windows must now be no lower than 50%. Rear window screen and rear passenger windows no lower than 30%. All public service vehicles may have manufactured built-in window tints no less than 30%. November is considered Diabetes Awareness Month, and World Diabetes Day is celebrated today, November 14th, each year to commemorate the birthday of Sir Frederick Banting, who co-discovered insulin back in 1922. Diabetes is a serious chronic disease that occurs when the pancreas does not produce enough insulin or when the body cannot effectively use the insulin it produces. A new report from the Pan American Health Organization, or PAHO, says that the number of people in the Americas and the Caribbean has tripled in three decades. With that information, the organization is calling on countries to improve early diagnosis, increase access to quality care for diabetes control, and develop strategies to promote healthy lifestyles and nutrition. The Turks and Caicos Islands Diabetic Association has a number of activities planned for this week to commemorate the event. They will be offering free blood sugar checks, educational information, and free giveaways at various locations such as IGA, Sunny Foods, Fortis, Digicel, and First Caribbean Bank. On Thursday, November 17th, there will be an educational symposium on Zoom under the theme Education to Protect Tomorrow.
The theme for World Diabetes Day 2022 is knowledgeable patients. Are we ready for them? That brings us to the end of our local news segment. Your regional news is up next. Minister of St. Kitts and Nevis, Dr. Terence Drew, also a medical doctor, stabilized an elderly traveler on a trip from Miami, Florida to Bassetere, St. Kitts. It was reported that at some time during the flight, an elderly male passenger began having complications and fell unresponsive. The flight crew immediately requested that if anyone on board with medical knowledge assist with the passenger. It was then when Prime Minister Drew, along with another medical physician, assisted to revive the male. They were successful in reviving the passenger, and Prime Minister Drew recommended that he be removed from the flight immediately. A detour was made, and the passenger was taken to JNF Hospital for further medical treatment. In other news, 248 studio apartments are set for construction in St. Andrew, Jamaica as part of the National Housing Trust Guaranteed Purchase Program. The National Housing Trust introduced the Guaranteed Purchase Program in November of 2018. Under this program, developers are able to conceptualize and execute their development plans with the National Housing Trust absorbing the market risks by purchasing units within the development. The completed units will include quartz countertops, balconies or covered patios, laundry areas, and glass shower enclosures, just to name a few. The development itself will include a clubhouse, gazebo, children's play area, exercise area, and a jogging trail. This project is expected to be fully completed by October 2024, and it is estimated to cost $2.4 billion. Our neighbor, the Bahamas, is also battling a fight against crime. This year alone, over 329 firearms, including pistols and high-powered rifles, were recovered. And 4,685 assorted rounds of ammunition taken off the streets. Firearms are used in the commission of 90% of all violent crimes in the Bahamas, including murders and armed robberies, with 113 murders so far for the year 2022. Majority of those murders being the lives of young men under the age of 35. The Royal Bahamian Police Force in the next few weeks will be launching a firearms and anti-gangs task force unit. That wraps up the happenings around the region. Your international news is up next. King Charles III is celebrating his first birthday on the British throne. Festivities for the king's 74th birthday began earlier today 
with a rendition of Happy Birthday by the Band of the Household Cavalry at Buckingham Palace, where Charles was born in 1948. This performance was followed at midday by a 41-gun royal salute from the King's Troop Royal Horse Artillery in Green Park. Charles III is King of the United Kingdom and the 14 other Commonwealth realms. He was the longest-serving heir apparent, and at age 73, he became the oldest person to accede to the British throne following the death of his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, on the 8th of September, 2022. In other international news, during the World War II air show in Dallas this past weekend, six people are dead after two planes collided and crashed. Two vintage aircrafts collided in midair and crashed during the event Wings Over Dallas on Saturday. The event featured flying demonstrations of World War II fighter planes at the Dallas Executive Airport. The air show, time to coincide with Veterans Day, is organized by the Commemorative Air Force, an education association focused on American military aviation. This was the company's seventh air show in Dallas and had anywhere from 4,000 to 6,000 attendees and volunteers present at the time of the crash. Here in the Turks and Caicos Islands, we on a lighter note celebrated Remembrance Day with two church services, one in Grand Turk and one in Providenciales, where His Excellency, the Governor, the Premier, government officials, leader of the opposition, along with the police, regiment, cadets, and more, paid their respects. Our link in the TCI to that extraordinary time is through Mr. Bobby Fulford, who read the role of honor of those lost in the Second World War. That's it for international news. Your sports report is up next. For staying with us, let's take a look at what's happening in the sports world. The Inter High School Basketball Championships heated up in the nation's capital this weekend, where the 2021 Inter High School Basketball Champions, the H.J. Robinson High School, were taking on the second place Clement Howell Eagles and the Maranatha Blizzards. Videos posted on social media saw the crowd go wild after H.J. defeated the CHHS Eagles 52-43 to on Friday night. In Game 2 on Saturday night, the H.J. Robinson High again coming out victorious, defeating the Maranatha Blizzards 59-26. to Grand Turk said that they were not going to let this victory die, and as we can see, they have come back with a vengeance. We will have the scores from other weekend matchups and interviews in further newscasts. In other news, the second largest grassroots football program was held in the nation's capital on Friday, the 11th of November, 2022. The program was initiated by the Turks and Caicos Islands Football Association in conjunction with the Sports Commission. 
A large contingent of executives were present to see over 100 young ladies clad in pink with cleats playing soccer on the Grand Turk Parade Ground. RTC Sports was on hand and spoke with Oliver Smith of the TCIFA and brainchild Olivia Gravely to find out more about the initiative that began this past weekend. Look who has joined us here. We're in the nation's capital right now, and I got Oliver here next to me. For the very first time, we have more than maybe 100 girls on the soccer field playing soccer. Oliver, you pulled it off. No, not really me. Um, all credit has to go to Olivia Gravely. She's a deputy director of the women's program, and it was her initiative to um, try to get more girls involved in, in Grand Turk. So she decided to have a girls' festival, um, reach out to the primary schools and the high schools to try to get um, the players' involvement. And our hope is that with these numbers, we could try to retain maybe 50 to 60 percent of those persons, um, those young girls, um, in the game. So they'll be um, playing the game, loving the game, and be able to be a part of our junior and hopefully see the national teams in the future. Do you see this uh, happening on a weekly basis going forward? Well, we we hope to have this maybe on a, not so much as a weekly, but on a periodic basis. But the aim is to get these young ladies now involved in a local grantor program, be involved in our grassroots program locally, and be involved in our youth programs in, in um in Grand Turk as well, and be part of the teams that will travel to Provo for the under-9 and under-12, under-17 tournaments, and ultimately, you know, improve to the level that we are able to pick them for our junior national teams. Currently, we have maybe three or four girls on the junior national team and the national team. Um, so Caicos has produced quite a few girls, better players on our female national team, both junior and senior national teams actually come from from um, South Caicos and they are like 15 and 16 year old. So we're hoping to engender the same thing within Grand Turk because we know there's a lot of talent on the other islands. All right. So happy, overwhelmed. This is a monumental moment for Grand Turk. We're about to change girls football here. Where do you see it going from here onwards based on what you've seen throughout the day today? Okay, with just a little bit of time that I've had with them, I already see massive talent. I'm excited to develop our national league now because the more girls that we can get involved uh, will strengthen the national pool. And I've already identified players. We're about to strengthen our national pool as our next action plan. Where are you going from here next? Are you going to go to South and maybe Middle and North? What's the plan? The plan next year, we're going to launch it in the other islands. But we know that Grand Turk was the second island next to Provo that had the highest population. And our objective was, can we get Grand Turk's program to mirror Provo's program? And once we feel that the program is healthy, we will now venture off to another island, do the same thing, another island, do the same thing. That way, when we're choosing players from the Turks and Caicos, it's a broad pick versus just an island that has all the players. So with you being in Provo, how do you sustain this? Well, luckily, I have um, I am a part of an association that supports these initiatives, and we fund it, we sponsors, we find how to get around, but what I do is I travel to the other islands as much as I can. We also have youth development offices in every single island that helps us build the program, so really and truly, they are the backbone to the sister islands. To enroll your child in the grassroots program, you can visit the Turks and Caicos Islands Football Association website where there is a registration link. That brings us to the end of the news, but before we go, let's take a look at our weather forecast.
Hurricane Nicole made landfall in Florida as a Category 1 hurricane last week, becoming only the third November hurricane to strike the mainland and the first November hurricane to hit Florida's peninsula in 87 years. Homes crumbled and reduced to wreckage as Nicole's waves eroded the coastline. More than 330,000 people left without power. Nicole was the 14th named storm and 8th hurricane of the 2022 Atlantic hurricane season. There are no cyclones forecast for the next few days. Local weather conditions are mostly sunny and warm with a few isolated showers. Highs remain at a high of 88 degrees and lows in the 70s. Winds are coming from the northeast to the east at 10 to 15 knots. That completes our weather forecast and today's newscast. Recapping the news for today, suspended police inspector acquitted. TCI Film Festival holds Youth Expo. November 14th recognized as World Diabetes Day. St. Kitts Prime Minister saves passengers' life on flight. Major housing development breaks ground in Jamaica. King Charles III celebrates 74th birthday. Planes collide at World War II air show this past weekend. And in sports, the 2021 Inter-High School Basketball Champions, H.J. Robinson, heating up the court. Thank you so much for joining me here on RTC 89.1 FM for today's newscast. If you'd like to read more stories or if you missed today's presentation, you can always visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com or download the RTC app in the Google Play Store for the news or to listen to our podcasts. I am Soya Fassler. Enjoy the remainder of your day, Turks and Caicos. Join us again tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. for another edition of The Nation's Report.